Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. This is CBS Sports Radio, and you are locked in to the JR Sport Brief Show. Congratulations. Pat yourselves on the back because you made it. I know it's the beginning of the week, it's Monday night. But I'm going to be here with you for the next four hours. This is when I get started, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is oh so simple. Rocket can. We are coming off what was an amazing... Sunday of NFL football. Comeback after comeback after comeback. Beatdowns and suspensions and broken ankles and returns, specifically of Jimmy Garoppolo. And then even tonight, Monday Night Football, we got we got two games on the slate tonight, a little bit of a doubleheader. This is not any type of fun. Hey, Shep, this is what I call an ass-whooping. Uh, yes, that this, would certainly qualify. This is yes. also what I call a complete waste of time. Uh, how many? Okay, got to ask it, Jr. How yeah. many more weeks does Tannehill have a starting quarterback position in the NFL? Uh, how many more uh, interceptions can he throw? My God, the Buffalo Bills. The at the third quarter just ended. The Buffalo Bills are smacking Tennessee right now, forty-one to seven. If I wasn't sitting here in the studio, right, and it's it's great to be here in New York with you, Shep, by the way. Great to have you. Well, thank you so much. Listen, if I was at home, I wouldn't be watching this crap. I have no choice. I got two stupid TVs in front of me. There's a big one. They got Case Keenum in the game right now. What is this? Who wants to see Case Keenum? There's two cases in which you will see Case Keenum. It's either a blowout. Or, God forbid, Mr. Josh Allen has blown out some part of his ass. But he's he, Case Keenum is out there playing football. They don't believe that the Tennessee Titans can come back. We saw three amazing comebacks. We'll, we'll get there. Kyler Murray comes back. The cards bounce back against those Raiders yesterday. We, we have the Dolphins. They were able to bounce back against those Ravens. I watched that matchup. I watched that. And even the... The New York Jets had a comeback. This is this is wild. The Jets come back. I I don't understand. This is the the most Browns thing ever to take place in Cleveland, and of course, it happened to be the Browns. And meanwhile, we have another game going on right now. I told you it's a Monday Night Football doubleheader. The Eagles they're putting their own whooping on the Minnesota Vikings right now. 
24-7. to And so we got a lot to talk about. You should know this by now. The number here at CBS Sports Radio is as follows. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You can find me. I'm online everywhere. That is at JR Sport Brief. That's at JR Sport Brief everywhere. Now, before I get into these comebacks, of, of which they were, they were plentiful, they were amazing. I'm a little disappointed, though, because I was watching all of these games, especially I was locked in, dialed in, tuned in to the Dolphins and the Ravens. And then NFL Sunday ticket went out for the second consecutive week. I'm sitting there watching a the game on my television, and it's like, oh, boom, we don't have, we don't have, uh, you know, no connection. I'm like, I got connection. What's going on with y'all? Y'all got the money. Y'all are taking $75 from thousands upon thousands of people a week. Why can't this crap work? And then I looked at my phone, and it still didn't work. And then I looked at my tablet, and I had four games going on, and that crap didn't work. And then I got an email last week from DirecTV. Hey, sorry, we fumbled the we fumbled Sunday ticket. You're gonna get $75 back. And so I'm not one of those folks who goes on Twitter and says, I was talking to T-Mobile and I need uh, my money back. You know, I'm not one of those folks. But damn it, this is the second week a Sunday ticket and they screwed it up. I had to turn my crap on and off and off and on and switch and and then it played for five seconds, and then it went off. And I'm like, what am I paying for? And so I demand. I No, and it doesn't matter. I got one of them stupid requests. I don't know how many customer service people they have doing the Twitter. I don't know the woman's name. It doesn't matter what her name is. Shout-outs to The Rock. But it doesn't matter what her name is. She's just like, we're looking into the accounts that were affected. And we will remedy the issue. Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all, damn right, y'all will remedy the issue. I need another $75 off. Paying for something and don't get it? Where does that make sense? Not in my world. If I'm paying for something, I want every cent, every penny's worth. So we had these amazing comebacks, like, like Tua Tongavaloa. This man threw four, count them, Four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Let me tell you this. At halftime, the Dolphins were losing 28-7. to I said, I ain't watching this. I'll tune in from time to time, but then Sunday ticket didn't work. And then Tua threw four touchdowns in the fourth. He threw six touchdowns overall. And I tweeted this while I could still watch the game. People have to give Tua Tongavaloa, give this man a damn break after the game, bouncing back against the Ravens. Tua spoke, talked about how well they executed in the fourth. We were executing on all cylinders offensively, and then when there were times where we didn't execute, no one panicked. Everyone uh, you know, just came back into the huddle, and we, we regrouped, and we went back out there and, and tried to ex- execute whatever play we were given. Can, can we give Tua a break now? I saw Brian Flores trending earlier today. People were saying that Brian Flores was holding Tua Tonga-Valoa back. Was it just Brian Flores holding him back? Was it Tua Tonga-Valoa's hip? Was it his injury? 
Is it his size? Is it his height? The man spoke to the media a couple days ago, and he's like, yeah, well, I'm short if you don't know. I can't see over the line if you don't know. And if I do not see the wide receiver, then he ain't getting the ball. It's like, oh, yeah, sure, that that makes sense to a tongue of a lower, but now people got to give him a break. He's given himself, I don't know, half a season to go out to perform, and, and good for him. At least at this point, he does not have to worry about Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in to to save or steal the day. And speaking of stealing the day, this was supposed to be Lamar Jackson's day. Lamar Jackson was no slouch himself. A ridiculous, out-of-this-world stat line. Oh, he doesn't pass the football. 318 yards. Three touchdowns in the air. That is good enough. For somebody who just throws the rock. He rushed for 119 and had a touchdown. But Lamar, the Florida native, he showed love to his team. He said, listen, yeah, we ain't, we ain't do the job, but you got to give them credit for bouncing back. He's got to finish. You know, um, came down to the fourth quarter. They were putting points on the board. We wasn't. Put three points on the board, probably fourth quarter. But we got to just finish. They play, they play, they tell off, though. You know, they didn't let that. The, the, what it was, we got 21 or something like that. They didn't let that define them. You know, they kept playing. Oh, yeah, they, they kept playing. Coach Harbaugh was feeling it this morning. That defense, or I should say their defensive backs were feeling it. Marcus Peters, his first game back after blowing out his knee. We know Kyle Fuller, he blew out his knee last week. And that's secondary right now, this moment. They need help. Four touchdowns? Tua Tagovailoa has to feel like he's in heaven. He doesn't have to do anything. Just throw the ball to Waddle in the flat. Give the ball to Tyreek Hill in the flat, and he's gone. And that was a couple of the touchdowns. Tyreek Hill bombs away. Watching him receive or being on the receiving end of a pass, he looked like he was back in Kansas City. Not a damn problem. And so Mike McDaniel must think that he's in heaven. Mike McDaniel must think that this this NFL coaching thing is a piece of cake. Mike McDaniel might, he might need a little bit of a hug. He's coached two games. So easy right now. But Coach Harbaugh, as I just told you, what a defense stinks. Cornerbacks stink, they're hurt. They gave up four touchdowns in the fourth. This is what Coach Harbaugh had to say. Never did you think we're going to have that many balls thrown over our head. I mean, that just can't happen. That's not okay. I don't care who's back there, what they're doing. Uh, those are the plays that cost us. You know, those plays will cost you a game when you've got a lead like that. So, you know, you can't have miscommunication. You can't have a guy running the post behind cover three. Those kind of things can't happen. Yeah, balls over your head. Always a terrible thing. Awful. So what does Mike McDaniel have to say about this? He's on the winning side. Mr. I coach in the NFL now. It's oh so easy. That's what he said. I just challenged him to say that who cares what the score is? Um, it's about our how we play football together. So this is an opportunity. It's it's a tough one, but it doesn't even matter. Let's go. Let's get something out of this game to feel good about in the second half, and we'll worry about the score sometime in the fourth quarter. But let's just string some stuff together on both sides of the ball. Oh, I, I, Shep, I think I could. Well, I know he does a whole lot more than that. You know, his football knowledge way exceeds mine. I could say that. JR, he has beat 
a bona fide, no doubt about it, Hall of Famer in and, Bill Belichick. And another one. And then another one in yeah. Harbaugh. Not a bad two first games as your head coaching debut. Yeah, it must be oh so easy, right? Well, I, would, I didn't say that. You think he's on the phone with Nathaniel Hackett? These two guys are just sharing experiences? Probably not. I didn't think he'd go 2-0 and against the Pats and the Ravens. You talk about two teams that got their asses kicked at the end of last season. The motivation those team teams have is off the charts. I, this is a remarkable two first games for him. Well, they're going to have to prove that that offense can whoop some more ass. That's they, true. They, they got the Buffalo Bills coming up next. Okay, they're going to go 2-1. I get it. I don't know. I mean, the way Miami is throwing the rock around right now, who knows? It, it, two at time, he ain't throwing for another six touchdowns. Maybe he throws for three or four. Listen, when you got speed demons, like, on each side of you, and all you have to do is go, hey, let me close my eyes. Up there's Tyreek over there. Boom. These guys are these guys are like, are receiving the ball at, at, like, five yards out, and they're running for another 80. Must be nice. I could play quarterback. No, I can't. I wish, but no, I don't because I don't want to get hit. But anyway, God bless him. Short guys running around playing football. Good for Tua Tonga-Valoa. Speaking of short guys running around playing football, Kyler Murray, oh, my goodness. I was watching that game. And thank God I was able to see that. It had nothing to do with that that direct TV uh, Sunday ticket nonsense. But the cards, they came back themselves. They beat the Raiders. I told a Raiders friend of mine today, I said, listen, your squad just wanted to choke. They wanted to give this game up. Vegas led 23-7 to after three quarters. And Kyler Murray said, uh-uh, I got two touchdowns for you. And then forget two touchdowns, I also have a two-point conversion. Two times for you. And then one of the two-point conversions, Kyler Murray He literally ran. He scrambled for 85 yards, couldn't find anybody, and decided to run it in himself. Kyler Murray, he's a video game. And then they go into overtime, and Derek Carr is almost throwing interceptions. And Derek Carr is almost giving the ball up. And so they fumbled the ball, and it was taken back to the end zone by the cards. Game over. And so for an Arizona Cardinals team that moves into every season and basically chokes it away, it looks like that they were on their way to just choking to start the year and starting 0-2. Kyler Murray, he decided to earn every penny and every cent of that new $230 million contract. He was thrilled with the comeback. This is what he said to CBS Sports. Second half came out, played better, played complimentary football. And that's what the Cardinals are. Um, I know we, you know, had a little rough patch right here uh, beginning of the season, but hopefully, you know, we can take this momentum in the next week. Absolutely. No one wants to start 0-2. On yeah. deck, you have the defending Super Bowl champions. How do you think this momentum will carry over? Ah, man, they're a great team, obviously. We know we know all about them. Um, great players over there, great scheme, great coaches. Um, but we, we got we to gotta enjoy this one, go back to work next week. Oh, good for him. You're making all that money. You better win some damn football games. Kyler Murray got an extension. Cliff Kingsbury got an extension. Cliff Kingsbury, basically at the end of a season, he's the ultimate loser. Let's see what they do the remainder of the season. Oh, how about this? Minnesota Vikings are trying to come back, and they were just intercepted pretty much at the goal line. Congratulations, Kirk Cousins. 
The Eagles currently lead 24 to 7. About 10 minutes left here in the third. Still plenty of time to do some damage here. Yeah, we got a Monday night football doubleheader and, and teams are getting smacked around. Speaking of getting smacked around, I can't talk about decent football teams like the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Cards, the Raiders, without talking about two teams that historically had just been trash. The New York Jets played the Cleveland Browns and somehow, some way, the Browns, they woke up and they remembered at the end of the game that they are the Browns. And yeah, even against the New York Jets, we can choke. This was a game that was done late. I said, I'm not watching this crap. The New York Jets were down 30 to 17. About two minutes left in the game. The Cleveland Browns could not go out there and field an extra point. They allowed the New York Jets to score a touchdown to get back into the game. New York Jets scored again. They were able to retrieve the onside kick. Who does that in 2022? Nobody, but the Browns let them do it. And then the Jets scored again, and they won. What type of nonsense is this? You got Joe Flacco, who looked like a decent quarterback. He threw four touchdowns, and we know he's on his way to the retirement home. This is what Flacco had to say about that game-winning drive. I think you can see on that drive, we took some little completions and got out of bounds and, you know, didn't try to rush ourselves down the field and try to take a big chunk and get ourselves in third and long. We kind of meticulously went down the field, and when we got our opportunity, we, we took it and capitalized. And what about head coach Salah? He's the one who spoke to the media last week. Jets opening game. And all coach Salah wanted to do was remind everyone, listen, we're we not just going to be trash forever. I'm keeping receipts on everybody talking bad about us. What did he say yesterday? It was the onside kick. Because even though you, you that, that explosive play, they gave us a chance. And, um, you know, the onside kick with the new rules have been so rare. But uh, once, that, once that happened, it was there was no doubt we were scoring once we got that ball. Was that right in front of you, Robert? It was right in front. Right in front. Right away. It was awesome. Oh, wow. I guess he's still keeping those receipts. I don't know how long it's going to take him to show them. New York Jets still ain't nothing. And by the way, this was against the Browns. I don't care how much success they have or have not had over the past several years. They are still the Browns. Still trying to scratch and claw for any type of relevance. And congratulations to them. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Plenty of relevance. We're going to take a break. Obviously, we're going to keep you up to date with everything going on as we have a Monday night football doubleheader. But I want to tell you about a a little fight that took place yesterday. I want to tell you about a little Royal Rumble that took place in New Orleans. And I want to tell you who has been suspended as a result. It's the JR Sport Reef Show right here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Yeah. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. It was a big Sunday. All about comebacks. Yesterday in the world of the NFL, just told you about the Dolphins' massive comeback. I told you about the Cards beating the Raiders and their massive comeback. Damn it, I told you about the New York Jets, their comeback against the Browns. What I'm about to tell you about right now isn't so much a a comeback. This is more so about A skirmish. This is about a beatdown. This is about bad blood. One of the early window games that I watched yesterday afternoon took place between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. Since Tom Brady has stepped into the fold, the Saints have not lost in the regular season until yesterday. This was a boring game until late. This was a game that I started watching until Sunday tickets started to suck. And I said, "Uh, well, let me switch the audio. I'll watch this in the background, but there's, there's no immediate need for me to tune in. I mean, we rolled into the third quarter, and the game was tied at three all. It was not a damn thing going on. So, so Tom Brady got upset. That's until... His own teammate, Mike Evans, wanted to abuse Marshawn Lattimore, something that they've done in the past. Tom Brady and the Bucs, they didn't complete a fourth down. Ball over on downs, obviously. Marshawn Lattimore wanted to go out there and jaw at Tom Brady. Tom Brady was deciding to walk back and jar back. And then Tom Brady, you know, he had his, uh, his knight in shining armor. Mike Evans, who has not met an opportunity to kind of destroy Marshawn Lattimore. Here, all of a sudden, Mike Evans comes out and the pushing and the shoving starts, and and Mike Evans comes out of nowhere, and he shoves Marshawn Lattimore to the ground. Marshawn Lattimore is ejected. Mike Evans is ejected. Tom Brady ultimately throws a a pass to Brashad Perriman, scores for a touchdown, and Jameis Winston, he forgot that he is a member of the Saints. He's not supposed to throw touchdowns anymore, or excuse me, interceptions. He threw three of those suckers, and that's that's all she wrote. That's what we got. Mike Evans got the boot. Marshawn Lattimore got the boot. And then not only that, Mike Evans, he's been suspended for a game. And Mike Evans, you want to know his approach to this entire situation, knowing that not only did he get ejected, but he will miss a pivotal game Sunday night or Sunday afternoon against the Green Bay Packers. Mike Evans was caught on video explaining to the ref upon being ejected. He's just like, listen, that's that's Tom Brady right there. What do you want me to do? I'm supposed to protect this guy. And then after the game on ESPN, Mike Evans, he pretty much described the same exact thing. Listen, 
I mean, we're in New Orleans, you know, it, it gets spicy sometimes. Um, got a little heat in the scuffle. Glad nobody got hurt and glad our guys responded. He was just a little too emotional. Like, you don't throw punches at, at guys on the field. And I think he threw a punch at Lenny or, or he, and he pushed Tom or something like that. And I just can't let that happen to my teammates. So I just shoved him and then it, it turned into a brawl. Oh, it's New Orleans. It gets spicy a little bit. It has nothing to do with no gumbo. It just gets a little spicy. This is never going to happen, ever. Let Tom Brady fight his own fights. I get it. That's the quarterback. Ain't nobody going to let you touch the quarterback unless you're Geno Smith and you get punched in the head by your own damn teammate. And how about this? Kirk Cousins throws another interception. The Eagles still lead 24-7, and they are stopping every drive here by the Minnesota Vikings. Everybody who wanted to tell me how damn great Kirk Cousins was because he played a week of good football, relax now. He's still Kirk Cousins. Interceptions for everybody. Eagles are trying to hand out an ass-whooping just like these Buffalo Bills are doing to the Tennessee Titans. Let me get back to Tom Brady. An ass-whooping is something that he will never feel on that field. But Tom Brady wants to abuse tablets, wants to get upset and yell at refs, he wants to jaw at cornerbacks, but when it's time for him to you know, throw some hands, of course he's going to be protected. And Mike Evans is going to look out for his guy. And if you've seen Tom Brady recently, he needs, a, he needs a hug. He doesn't just need protection from his wide receivers. He needs a hug. He needs a little a TLC that's tender, loving care. And, and Tom Brady also looks like he needs a a well-cooked meal. I don't know if the chef went with his wife over to the other house, but Tom Brady, he needs a lot of love right now. And so God bless Mike Evans for actually showing him a little bit of love and affection, something that he probably is lacking right now in his life. Uh, It just sucks not to have Mike Evans there against the Green Bay Packers this upcoming Sunday. But he was defending the quarterback because we all know Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, he was was certainly going to put hands on Tom Brady. Great decision. I'm sure Todd Bowles appreciates that. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gracious. We have a doubleheader, Monday Night Football, and one of the games actually just ended. Derrick Henry, he's walking off the field as a loser. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. But I'm going to get off the radio. I just wanted to let you know I commend you for what you're doing, JR. That's, that's great what you're up there doing, the speaking engagements and, and talking to these college students and stuff. We need more of that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, I'm going to spend the next several months speaking to college students all over. North America. It's the Media for the Movement Tour. I did it last fall. I'm looking forward to doing it again this semester. I actually kick things off at Fordham University tomorrow. Uh, Shout-outs to my friends at Special Olympics. We're, we're trying to let everybody know that 
that people deserve an, an equal chance and an opportunity not only to compete in sports and sports competitions. That's what Special Olympics is about, but also health, health care. A lot of Special Olympics, Special Olympic athletes don't necessarily receive the same type of health care that anyone would receive. A lot of people, unfortunately, are turned down. And so that's a big part of the messaging. We just want people to be treated like people, like human beings. So much love to Special Olympics. Thank you to my friends at Experian. And I'm going to be bouncing all over the country. Fordham University, Tulane, uh, Drexel. We're going to be going out west at UCLA and North Carolina. I mean, we are going everywhere, coast to coast, and everything in the middle. Go to specialolympics.org. But anyway, speaking of going to coast to coast, the Buffalo Bills are whooping ass from coast to coast. Hey, Shep, how about this? The Buffalo Bills are whooping ass from sea to shine. Oh, nah, I'm messing it up. Sea to shining sea, right? It's a lot of S's. They're whooping ass sea, lake, uh, t- terrain, don't matter. Sea, lake, ocean. Yeah, between two oceans. Yeah, sure, Pacific Atlantic. They are doing it tonight. The Buffalo Bills, they eviscerate. They annihilate the Tennessee Titans 41-7. to Listen, JR, listen, two games I know might be early. Yes. There is no denying. I understand the Rams are the defending Super Bowl champions, but they played the defending Super Bowl champions, obviously, that Thursday week one. The Buffalo Bills are the team to beat. Oh, absolutely. And tonight was a touchdown-a-thon. I mean... Goodness gracious. Look, if you missed the game, here's a summation. Besides me telling you they just they whooped up on the Titans. A.J. Brown was not going to help or solve this situation. He, he, he hurts. Not having him hurts Tennessee. But Ryan Tannehill threw two interceptions late in the game, or let me not even say late, in the second half of the game. The game was done earlier on at halftime. They were pretty much, uh, they were close. It was a 17-7 to game. Okay, you get a touchdown, and boom, you're a field goal away. That's not what happened. The Buffalo Bills had three touchdowns in the third. Okay? Josh Allen, by himself tonight, was able to throw four TDs. Let me get you started. And these are all courtesy of the Bills Radio Network. Let's get this one out the way. Because we had someone tonight who just had a trifecta to start things off early. Reggie Gilliam connected with Josh. Josh takes the snap, play action. Short pass caught by Reggie Gilliam. Dodges one tackle, still on his feet at the 10, at the 5. Headed into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Touchdown, Reggie Gilliam. He fought off two tackles and fought his way into the end zone. The Bills are on the board. All right, now that we got that out the way, let's get to the trifecta. Still all courtesy of the Bills radio network. Stephon Diggs. Oh, people want to talk about Cooper Cup and people want to talk about Mr. Jefferson with Minnesota. Oh, well, how about we just talk about Stephon Diggs? That's what he wants. 148 yards receiving tonight. Three touchdowns. Starting off in the second quarter with this one. Backfield, McKenzie's in motion. Allen looking to his left, running to his left, sets up and throws to his right. Pass is complete. Diggs is open in the end zone. Touchdown, Bills. Everybody was moving left to right, and Josh Allen was able to throw it back to Diggs. 
to give the Bills a 16-7 lead. Not too shabby. That was in the second. Well, what about the third? We need a touchdown in the third quarter, too, don't we? What did this one sound like? Josh will take another shotgun snap. Takes, fakes a handoff, going to throw it. Looks downfield, looks downfield, fires downfield, looking for digs inside the five. Dives for it, makes the catch, and it is caught. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen to Stephon Diggs. Touchdown, Bills. A 46-yard completion. DJ Khaled. He's a DJ that I've never heard DJ in my life. He's made a nice living by saying another one. Well, how about a third one? Bills have McKenzie and Kumaro lined up left side on second down. The snap to Josh. Going to throw it to Diggs. Bobbles makes the catch into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Stephon Diggs, the hat trick. His third touchdown for the Bills. And they are rolling now. Yeah, it's just... This touchdown after touchdown after touchdown after t- okay we get it three of them suckers and you know what we might as well this is this is not Stefan Diggs Matt Milano he had a pick six he took it to the house like Trick Daddy said go second and thirteen Titans have it back at their thirty eight yard line Tannehill takes looks. Guns it downfield, picked off, intercepted at the 45-yard line, picked off by Matt Milano, headed to the end zone, he is in, touchdown Buffalo, Matt Milano, touchdown Buffalo, they are rolling him now. We saw Case Keenum in a football game. The human victory cigar, or the human band-aid, thank God tonight he wasn't a a band-aid, he was a human victory cigar, he came on. Okay, because by the time we got to the third quarter, score was done. It was 41 to 7 in the third quarter. I mean, sheesh. Case Keenum comes, hey, man, he threw two passes. He didn't complete either one of them, but his job wasn't just don't turn the ball over. Hey, you go play so Josh doesn't get hurt in this blowout. And I actually guess they're going to take on Miami. Miami, who has also started their season uh, 2-0. We got two teams here in the AFC East. And at the top of the food chain is not Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Thank God for that. It's nice to look at an AFC East and go, wait a minute. The Bills are at the top. The Dolphins are at the top. The Patriots and the Jets are right there together? I mean, whoa. How about this? Let Bill Belichick feel a little bit of the pain. And so Josh Allen, after throwing four touchdowns tonight, after throwing three of those bombs to Stephon Diggs, he talked to ESPN. They asked him pretty much, hey, man, what the hell changed in the second? Just trying to be smart with the football. Uh, we had some guys make some unbelievable plays. Stephon Diggs got rolling. Uh, we protected extremely well. Um, we trusted our game plan. Our defense came up big for us. They made some stops, had some turnovers for us, gave some good field position. We played good complimentary football tonight. Yeah, listen, fine. They're, they're winners. I look forward to seeing them take on the Buffalo Bills, or excuse me, the Miami Dolphins. That's, that's going to be a good game. Let's get some Tyreek Hill bombs. Let's get some Jalen Waddle Waddles. And, man, they are gonna, they're going to overplay that man's name. It's, 
It's the easiest thing to do. He scored a touchdown yesterday, Shep, and while my Sunday ticket worked, they go in a commercial and they're playing waddle, 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 and I'm just like, oh, of course, sure. Every game, every chance that they can get, they're going to remind us that his last, oh, waddle, waddles into the end zone. It's just, sure, we, we, we get it. We understand. It should be a fun game. Let's get a high-scoring game, I hope, between Buffalo and Miami. I'm still going to go with Buffalo to go ahead and take the victory. And meanwhile, if you're a fan of the Titans, this is what you need to know. If you care, you probably don't want to. You just heard Ryan Tannehill and his pick six. Buffalo, their defense allowed 117 yards passing by Ryan Tannehill. Two INTs. Malik Willis even got in on some of the action. Only four passes thrown. Four rushes. And then this is the part that really has to suck. Derrick Henry was only allowed to rush for 25 yards on 13 carries. The lone score came as a result of him, but that's all she wrote. That's all they got. And it must stink when you just can't say, hey, A.J., here's the ball. They can go ahead and load up and try to stop Derrick Henry. Not too shabby, not too bad. The Tennessee Titans look like a complete disaster. At least people won't be running around with a false sense of hope like a lot of their fans do at the end of every year. Vrabel is a good coach, but Vrabel does not have the talent right now. You can't run Derrick Henry into the ground and think that you're going to you know, win some games. So what are the other freakish offensive options? They don't have them because A.J. is now playing for the Eagles. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. David, he's calling up from Buffalo, the land of beatings. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Appreciate you taking my call tonight, man. Um, what, what an effort tonight by the Bills. I mean, in all three phases, they dominated that game. Let, let's, let's face facts here, man. This team was just better tonight. They whipped Tennessee's ass like a government mule. And, you know, Josh Allen's the best quarterback in football. I mean, you can say what you want about Rodgers and Brady and Mahomes. Right now it's Josh Allen and everybody else. And, you know, Diggs is playing at a level that's, that's incredible. And, and Gabe Davis wasn't even on the field tonight because he was hurt with that ankle injury he suffered in practice. And that defense, to me, I mean, Von Miller gives them a swagger that they, you know, just play with such confidence and a brassness. And it's something we needed because, let's face it, man, we were a great team last year that should have gone further, and because of our defense, we didn't. But now I feel like we've got the whole package to, to run the table, man, and uh, and win it all this year. I mean, I, I don't think we'll go undefeated, but I think this team's going to, you know, just be the number one seed this year in the AFC, and I, I don't think they're afraid of anybody. So can't wait for the game on Sunday. Tua, Tua looks good, but he's no Josh Allen. I'll talk to you later, man. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, we know Tua Tonga Valoa is not Josh Allen. And let me let me tell you this. Yeah, Josh Allen is good. And yeah, sure, two weeks into the season, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, let's call Josh Allen the best quarterback in the NFL right now, all things considered for what we've seen. But the Buffalo Bills have entered into a new territory. Their expectations on the Bills right now. 
And we can talk about all of this in September, October, November, December. What are the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen going to do in January? There's a long season in front of us. We're going to see some amazing performances. We talked about all of the, the comebacks that took place yesterday. Kyler Murray, comeback. Lamar Jackson, oh, yeah, he lost. He had an amazing game nonetheless and in a historic blowout or comeback, I should say. Tua Tagovailoa, yeah, he ain't winning no MVP, but he's playing good so far to start the season. I don't think the Buffalo Bills are in a space, if you have to think about the public, nobody's looking at the Bills and go, oh, yeah, everybody knows they're good. What are the Bills going to do when we actually get to the playoffs? What are the Bills going to do when they're in the postseason? I don't want to hear about how great Josh Allen is. Tell Josh Allen to prove it in the playoffs. Okay, what did a, a coin flip? Did that is that what kept him out? It's not the only thing. Let's see him step up. I'd love to see it. I'm here for it. All of this nonsense right now, and yeah, he's good. We know that. It's almost like Lamar. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, we know you're good. You want an MVP. Yeah, Ravens, we know you're good. You guys have won. What are you going to do when we actually get to the postseason? That's what I'm waiting on. I think I'm well within my right to see on that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. The phone lines are open. If you want to give me a holler, it is oh so simple. 855-212-4CBS. That is 855-212-4CBS. We're going to talk more NFL. I'm going to take more of your calls, and we're going to talk about more of the games that took place yesterday. Speaking of emerging quarterbacks, ugh. We have one who won't be emerging from anywhere but the operating room. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'll tell you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.